Hey everyone, and welcome to The Awkward Mom. This is part four, the final part of a four-part series in honor of May being Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month. So in lieu of that, let's get started. On this episode, I'm going to be sharing the worst day ever, basically of my entire life, I would sum it up as, um, but definitely of my motherhood journey so far. And um, it was a very traumatic moment for me. Uh, It has impacted me in more ways that I can count. And I'm going to try and be very open and honest about this event. So excuse me if I get a little bit emotional um, on this episode, Uh, but it is what it is. And I think that this is very important to share. So I was on maternity leave. My son was only a few weeks old and um, he wouldn't stop crying. He would not stop crying. He was like at that screaming, crying stage and I couldn't get him to calm down. I tried changing his diaper. I tried feeding him. I tried burping him. I tried swaddling him up. I tried putting him to sleep. I've rocked him. I sang to him. I did everything I could think of. And he just was not calming down. In fact, it it felt like he was just getting worse and worse. And I was getting really overwhelmed. I remember that I didn't know what to do. I was exhausted on top of everything because we were getting little to no sleep. He had reflux on top of everything, which we didn't know at the time. So he was spitting up everywhere. I had loads of laundry. I was exhausted and he just won't stop screaming. And I just didn't know what to do. This is the first time I've been a mom. The first time I've been around a baby. I felt so useless and so powerless because I didn't know how to calm this baby down. This is my son. It's my job to calm him down. And I have no idea what I'm doing at all. Absolutely none. And I was trying to take little breaks away from him. I'd put him down in his bassinet and then I'd walk away. But for whatever reason, even though I was so overwhelmed, for whatever reason, it felt like I couldn't walk away. I would put him down and I'd walk away, but I'd like get to like the door frame. And then I'd, I'd turn back and I'd go back and pick him up. It was like I there was this pull just pulling me back to him saying, you got to pick him up. You can't just leave him there crying and screaming. You have to go pick him up and calm him down. This is your job. So I would do it multiple times. I'd put him down walk to the doorframe, then walk back and pick him up. Nothing had changed. I had gotten no semblance of break. I didn't calm down myself. And it just kept repeating. And it just kept repeating. And I was getting more and more overwhelmed because every time I picked him up, he wasn't calming down. And I didn't know what to do. So at some point, I started pleading with him I'm pleading with a baby who is only a few weeks old and I'm saying, please stop crying. Please just stop crying. Stop crying, please. What do I do? Tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Stop crying. 
And obviously he's a baby. He doesn't know. So he's, you know, he can't talk to me. He's still crying. He's still screaming. He's still red in the face. And at this point, I'm crying too. I am waterworks down my face. I They're just streaming. And I'm getting more and more frustrated. And I started thinking I should never have become a mom. If I can't calm down my baby, I am the worst mom in the world. I should never have become a mom. Why did I become a mom? I should never have done this. And I remember every time I picked him up from his bassinet, my grip would get a little bit tighter. And every time I would rock him, I would rock him a little bit stronger. I just wanted him to be quiet. I just wanted him to stop crying, but I couldn't get him to stop. And it got to the point where I could feel my entire body shaking because I was so overwhelmed and I was so frustrated. I was shaking every time I picked him up, just being in the same room with him. I was shaking because I couldn't control him and I couldn't control myself and I didn't know what to do. And I remember I started saying, just shut up, shut up, just shut up. And that's not even the worst part. So obviously he wasn't calming down because, you know, telling a baby to be quiet is not going to help at all. And I remember, I remember holding him out in front of me, staring at him as he's screaming red in the face, his little tears going down his cheeks, me having no idea what to do. And I was so frustrated. I was so tired. And I remember looking at him and I said, just shut up. I'm going to kill you. I instantly put him down in his bassinet. And I walked into the bathroom and I locked myself into the bathroom. And I called my boyfriend at the time. And I said, through sobs, you need to come home right now. I'm scared I'm going to hurt our baby. And thankfully, he came home. He came home right away. He only works right down the road. He was there within like a minute. I don't know what he did, but he got him to stop crying. He got him to take a nap. And... I was like doing the fetal position, rocking back and forth, sobbing because I had thought about hurting our baby. It's not like my baby was an accident or anything like that, or like I didn't want him. We tried to have him. It took us months to be able to get him. And then obviously through the pregnancy and everything. So it's not like he was unwanted. I wanted my baby. And I loved him so much, even though he was really frustrating a lot. But I really thought that if I picked him up one more time, I was really going to hurt him. Because I had no control over myself. I couldn't stop myself. I don't know how I made the decision 
to just walk away at that moment at that moment something helped me and i don't know what it was but i'm glad i gained a second of clarity so i did not hurt him but that moment haunts me forever when we were deciding to have a second child I wasn't even sure if I wanted to have another one because of that specific moment. It's something that I will never forget. Never. Because I loved him so much, but there was a part of me that wanted to hurt him because I just needed him to stop crying. But like I said, I didn't hurt him. I ended up making a really good choice, which I am very proud of, is that I put him down and I called for help because I don't know what would have happened if I picked him up one more time. And I didn't know how bad I was suffering at that time. I didn't know how far down I was everyone was just chalking it up to me being tired and it didn't seem like anyone else believed how far down I had gone and how quickly and I mean there were a lot of things that were contributing to it but it was the most traumatizing thing that I think I've dealt with and I've dealt with quite a lot and thinking about hurting your own child and feeling like you were only one step away from doing it I would have lived a life full of regret and there's a part of myself that can't forgive myself for having that thought And there's a part of me that's very terrified of myself for even having that thought. Postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum rage is not a joke. It is very serious and it can really impact your life. Quite honestly, I'm glad I scripted out most of this episode because I wouldn't have been able to tell this story without writing it down first. Postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, postpartum rage. It can change your life in a matter of minutes, in a matter of seconds if you let it control you. If I had let it continue to control me, I wouldn't have a son right now. And my son is my best friend. I love him more than anything. And I am very happy that I didn't do what I thought about doing. And I'm glad that I called for help.
if you experience any level of this, you need to get help. And not just at that moment, you need to get extra help. I'm not a medical professional, but you need to get therapy. You need to talk to your doctor. You need to start having someone help you at home. Something, you need more help. I did not have a lot of help during the day. And that was really hard. I also didn't really have a lot of help at night. But the more help you get, the more you'll be able to rest, which will help your mood and help you take care of yourself. You need to take care of yourself and able to take care of your baby. And you deserve to be happy. You don't deserve to be thinking about hurting your baby in which you just waited nine months and plus however many months it took you to conceive that baby or adopt that baby or however you got that baby. It's probably like over a year waiting for most people, I feel like. You waited over a year for this baby. You don't deserve to feel like you're going to hurt them. You deserve happiness and you deserve to feel love. And you deserve to enjoy the time with your baby when they are a baby. I don't remember most of my son's first year. I'm really glad I took a lot of pictures and videos, but I really don't remember most of it because of how deep in the depression I was. So please take care of yourself. Take pictures and videos too for those days that, that are just not great. But if you're experiencing depression, anxiety, rage, get help. You deserve happiness. Don't be like me and suffer through it because you think it'll be better the next day because sometimes the next day is worse. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but that's just the reality of it. Sometimes you have to take care of yourself regardless of what anybody else in your life says. You know how you are how you're doing, what your thoughts are, how you feel throughout the entire day, you know. And if you're not happy with that, then you need to change it and you might need help for that. And that's okay. There's no shame in asking for help. There's no shame. You deserve happiness. I feel like you should say that with me. You deserve happiness. Please take care of yourself and get help if you need it.